Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lately, I've been focusing heavily on the present moment. I've been filling my time with enriching activities that are not necessarily tied to a long-term goal. And it has been one of the most freeing and happiness-inducing experiences of my entire life. I used to struggle with being present, but now I am so proud of myself for all of the work that I've done to get to where I am right now. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra, the creative actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. And today, y'all, we're going to talk about being present. So what does that mean? Being present, being fully conscious of the moment and free from noise of internal dialogue. So free from worry about the future or free from ruminating on the past. So there are three things. Well, actually, no, I added some more to the list. There are six things that I want to talk to you guys about that have helped me in the past to be more present. And I want to share those with you today. But first, 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 I want to say happy Mother's Day. Today is Mother's Day. Well, I'm filming it before Mother's Day, but it's coming out on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, my grandparents, my grandmothers, and my godmother. And I'm also praying for everyone out there who doesn't have their mother or mother figure with them this year. My heart definitely goes out to you. So with that being said, let's jump into our affirmation of the week. So this week's affirmation is, I am alive and well. Mm. Let's drop in y'all. I am alive and well. I am alive and well. I am alive and well. I am alive 
and well. I am alive and well. I am alive and well. I am alive and well. Ooh, y'all. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I am alive and well. I am alive and well. I'm so glad that I chose this affirmation. So when I was writing my outline for today's episode, this just popped into my spirit. And I was like, this is perfect for being present in the moment because when you are saying the sentiment that I am alive and well, you're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You're thinking about right now because you are alive right now. You are well right now. So I was journaling the other day or well, two days ago. So right now I'm home for Mother's Day. I came home to surprise my mom. It's been Mother's Day with her and at the house, is my mom and my brother. They live here. And I was sitting at the kitchen table a couple of days ago and my brother was fixing his breakfast because he was about to go to work. And it just hit me that this experience will not always be here. And what I mean by that is one day my brother is going to move out of my mama's house. So when I come home to visit from LA, it's just going to be me and my mom. I'm not going to have my room next to my brother. I'm not going to be able to wake up early in the morning and watch him cook breakfast as he goes to work. He's going to have his own house. And even when I was thinking about that, I was like, wow, well, things have already changed because we don't live together anymore. We don't ride the bus to school together anymore. We don't ride the, in the car to school together anymore. Um, and that just made me Say, okay, Tyra, savor this moment because this moment is precious. And I think that that sort of mindset has been the driving factor behind why I want to be present in the moment because this moment will only last for this moment. And if we spend our time, if we spend our moments worrying about something else worrying about another moment then we are doing ourselves a disservice for this moment that we are in we won't get to experience the fullness of the moment that we are in at this moment and when I was having that thought I just said let me just savor this moment let me talk to PJ let me just take in everything that's happening right now and just appreciate that I am able to have this moment with my brother even though you know, things change, people grow up, (laughs) time goes on. So with that being said, let's jump into the episode, y'all. So I was just going through, well, I was reflecting and I was just saying, okay, Tyra, what has helped you to start being more present? Like what in your life have you noticed has helped you become more present? And The first thing I will say that has helped me become more present because, well, let me start here. Y'all, I used to be a worry ward. I used to always worry. I used to be so worrisome. And I know that I serve an amazing God, but worry was my middle name. 
for a long period of time. And I remember when I was in a previous relationship, when I was in a relationship with the boyfriend that I moved to California with, um, he taught me about breath work and we started breathing together. And, you know, that was the beginning process of me diving into meditation and all of these things, but breath work can help bring you into the present moment. So if you are a person who's like, I'm always worrying, I'm always worrying about the future. I got all of these things on my mind. I got so much to do. All of this, my mind is very noisy. Then take out your notepad and write these things down and give it a good try to start implementing these things into your life. Because I was that person. I was you. I was all of you who are saying, I just, I I can't be present. Like it's just so much mental noise going on. That was me. And now I'm able to consciously be present in the moment and also mindfully see what's going on inside as I'm being present. And just, I'm able to be so much more grateful for all of the work that I did on the front end to get me to where I am today and all of the work that I'm doing now that is pushing me forward and propelling me forward into a even more mindful person. So with that being said, the first thing is breath work. Take five slow conscious breaths. Now, when I started doing this, I would just breathe in for one, two, three, four, five, six, breathe out for six. And I would do that five times. And I noticed that the more that I did it, the better I felt. So I, you know, we always want to do things that feel great to us. So the better I felt, the more that I did it. I mean, the more I did it. And this is also a technique that I use when I'm specifically feeling anxious because it will calm my heart rate. It will also help me to breathe out all of those heavier emotions that I don't really want to feel, that I don't want to harbor, that I don't want to hold on to. And it helps me to clear my mind, clear my heart, and just let it go. Now, the second thing that I do is or that has helped me become more present is to list what you're grateful for today now we can always say oh i'm grateful for my mom i'm grateful for my dad like you can have the -the run-of-the-mill things that you always say and we all do this type of thing but take a second to think about your day today think about the experiences that you had today and think about what parts of your day are you most grateful for? For example, one day I was driving to uh, my pottery class and there happened to be some road work that was going on that caused me to, you know, hit a little bit of traffic. And I started to get annoyed because I was like, why is this traffic not moving? What's going on? It's just road work. Like y'all go around all of the things. But When I got through the traffic and the road work, I passed a wreck and the wreck had just happened because the people were still there. They were just getting out of their cars, cars looking around. And in that moment, I said to myself, thank you, God. And I also said to myself, Tyra, stop being upset because you are in traffic and Granted, I'm not saying thank you, God, it was someone else, but I'm saying thank you, God, for the divine protection you have over my life because 
this accident happened on my path that I was already on. So who's to say that if that road work hadn't been there, that I would have been in that exact spot at that exact second that that accident was going to happen. Now, and like a lot of people don't like to say stuff like that, but the fact, the fact of the matter is it could have been anybody. It could have been me just like it was the people who actually got into the accident and it wasn't a bad accident or anything, but I would have said that is something that I was grateful for today. I was grateful for divine protection over my life. Not necessarily saying I was grateful for the road work, you know, that's not necessarily what I would say I was grateful for, but I was grateful. I'm grateful for divine protection. I'm grateful for the hand of God on my life. Like the the Holy spirit just watching over me, something like that. So think about what has happened in your day to day that you can list, um, that you can say that you're grateful for. So for example, let me take today. So today I am in Louisiana, like I said, and I got to spend some time with my grandparents today. I also saw my goddaughter today and I went to Baton Rouge to get some stuff from Target. And I would say today, what I'm grateful for is being able to come home and have a mode of transportation. So my brother let me use one of his trucks to drive to our grandmother's house, which is about 30 minutes away. So I'm grateful that there was a surplus of transportation here. So I was able to see my grandparents. So I was able to take that 30 minute drive to go and see them. I'm also grateful that I have my grandparents and great grandparents in my life. I still have two great grandmothers and I saw one of them yesterday, two days ago, but I have to see my other great grandma. But I'm grateful for all of my grandparents and my great grandparents and being able to fellowship with them and spend time with them and make more memories with them. I'm super grateful for that. And another thing that I would say that I'm grateful for today, I'm grateful for the relationship that I'm cultivating with my goddaughter. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Fun fact about me, I'm not a big drinker and the older I get, the more I look for new ways to relax. If you're like me, consider Recess Mood, a healthier alternative to alcohol. Y'all already know self-care is essential here and we are being more intentional with the things we put into our bodies. Recess Mood is a magnesium and adaptogen infused sparkling water with real fruit goodness, only 20 calories and no added sugar. It enhances your mood and helps balance stress for that calm, cool, and collected feeling. And don't even get me started on the flavors y'all strawberry rose raspberry lemon grapefruit tangerine they are all very good but right now the raspberry lemon is my absolute fave so you deserve a healthier way to unwind and recess mood is offering you 15% off so head to takearecess.com affirmations and treat yourself to a more relaxed guilt-free you and you can also find the link down in the show notes below
Growing up, Black voices in media, though hard to come by, were my compass. Here at AFBG, Black representation is the very heartbeat of what we do. Representation isn't just about visibility, it's about carving out a space where Black stories can thrive and resonate. That's why Affirmations for Black Girls exists, a podcast that echoes that sentiment. From trailblazers like Lena Horne, shattering boundaries in music and film, to women such as Hattie McDaniel, Eartha Kitt, and Ruby Dee, who showed that Black women are powerful and fully capable of commanding any stage, any screen, anywhere. Their courage and resilience paved the way for generations of Black women, including me, to live out their dreams. And now, NPR brings you the next generation of influential Black voices in their new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, each told from a unique Black perspective that is as nuanced as the Black experience itself. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. I recently listened to the episode Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and Our Favorite Rich Auntie, where Tracy tackles storytelling through the guise of raising awareness about the lives of real people. Her dedication to fighting for representation for Black women is authentic and true. I commend NPR for this commitment to uplifting Black voices. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in America's story, but now they are the story because stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, She's seven years old. She's going to be eight years old soon. And she is just teaching me so much about life, so much about motherhood, so much about being a caretaker, even though, you know, I just see her every time I come home or when she comes out to California, she really teaches me how to live a life that is bigger than myself. And I am super grateful for that. The third thing that, and I love this one. This is one of my favorite ones. The third thing that has helped me be more present in the moment and that I want to share with you guys is do something with your hands. Now, you know how they say the mind is a terrible thing to waste? Well, I believe the hands are a terrible thing to waste just as well. So as I've been talking about on all of my social media, I'm taking pottery And when you're doing something with your hands, especially something like pottery, you don't have time to be doing a hundred other things. You don't have time to be scrolling on Instagram. You don't have time to be worrying about all the things because that clay is going to take your full undivided attention. So I think one thing that I've noticed about being older is that we don't really have, unless you, you know, you're talking about your actual career and your work, your daily work. We don't really have many things that require our full attention on a daily basis or on a regular basis. So for me, what that looks like is getting into my garden. And when I go into my garden, I leave my phone in the house. I put on some music on my balcony and I get my hands dirty and I do that. I I make sure that I'm present in that moment. And before I know it, 
three, four, five hours go by and I'm like, oh my gosh, let me go check my phone. I don't know if my mom or dad called me or a friend, you know? So get your hands dirty, do something or not necessarily get them dirty. If you don't want to do that, you might be like, Tyra, I'm not getting my hands dirty, girl. I feel you. It's fine. Do something with your hands, build something, write something, paint something, Take those two hands that you got and get them away from anything digital, anything dealing with social media, get it away from that and do something that requires your full undivided attention and requires you to be with yourself, be with you. I think that is one of the most, for me, one of the most rewarding um activities or exercises I do to be more present and for me it's honestly the most the easiest one y'all so I suggest this as like one of the first ones you do the next one is something that is it's not hard for me but I'm still learning how to make it a habit and that's journaling so like I said I was journaling the other day about the the epiphany that I had when I was sitting in the kitchen, which is watching my brother fix his breakfast. So journaling has been a very therapeutic thing for me because it made me realize that I talk a lot faster or I talk. a Yeah, no, I said that right. Y'all it's late and I'm filming this. So I apologize, but I talk a lot faster than I write. So when I journal, it forces me to sit a little longer with that thought to finish that sentence, to put the period on the end of that sentence before I move on to the next thing. And it's also building my hand muscles back up because my hand be cramping so quick when I be writing now because we type everything and everything is digital. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Journaling can really help you to be in the present moment with your thoughts. And I used to be terrified of journaling because I was like what am I going to write and after reflect or after going through some of my older journals it made me realize that you just need to write anything whatever is on your mind if it's a thought recount your day whatever but that is going to help you be more present in the moment because it's more of a slow process so pull out a piece of paper journal a little bit if you're the type of person who needs like a journal prompt then start off your journal with the same prompt every day. What are you grateful for today? Or what was the best part of today? Start there and then journaling will start to come easier for you as you continue to grow in it and lean into it. Now, this one is a big one, y'all. So the fifth way to become more present in the moment or the fifth way that I have grown more present is to feel your feelings. Now, for a long time growing up, I used to compartmentalize and suppress, suppress, suppress. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I used to suppress my feelings because I didn't want to feel them, quite frankly. But when we suppress our feelings or when we compartmentalize, they are eventually going to show back up either as the same emotion or as something more complex. So keep that in mind when you are 
feeling something and you don't really want to process it, it really makes it easier if you take the time to sit with yourself and ask, ask all the questions. Okay, Tyra, how are you feeling? Hmm, I'm feeling this. Okay, why am I feeling like this? And really get to the root of it and not necessarily get over it, but just allow yourself to feel and take inventory of how you feel and what made you feel that way and in the future since you were present in that moment you'll be able to better pinpoint what causes you to feel this way or what triggers you whatever the situation may be being present in that moment and really feeling all the feels will help you out in the long run and the last thing that I want to share with you guys today, which is a huge thing. Celebrate the little things. Now, this is big for me because you guys know that I'm an actress and I need to start celebrating the little wins. Well, I've I've started celebrating the, the little wins. I needed to start because I started getting wrapped up in the big picture and all of the little pictures make up the big picture. So why not celebrate those little milestones as well? We Who said that we can't celebrate every single day? Who says that we only got to celebrate on our birthday or celebrate when we get a new job or when you get that booking? No, I, me and my friend went out for happy hour when I bought my first big girl couch. Me and my friends went out when I paid off that couch and I just recently got a new agent and I invited one of my friends over and we had drinks and just celebrated the fact that I got a new agent. So think about the things that may not seem so big and celebrate them. Now it can be, it don't have to be, you know, drinks and food and all of that stuff. However you like to celebrate do it. But don't just say, oh, my celebration is just saying good job to myself. No, make it a priority to do something outside of the ordinary for those quote unquote little things. And for the longest, I used to be a little embarrassed about celebrating the little things because I didn't think it was big enough. Everything is big enough. If you're the type of person that feels like some things aren't worth celebrating, listen, you being on this earth and breathing another day is worth celebrating. So anything else is definitely worth celebrating because it's a little more than that. So I challenge you to celebrate the little things. And if you're listening to this right now, think about a little thing that you did not celebrate in the last week. Figure out how you're going to celebrate it tomorrow. <laughs> We are always planning for tomorrow, next week, or next year, or two years from now. And even when we are going through our day-to-day, we can forget to take a moment and just breathe, to really enjoy today and be present. Let me tell you this, you will never be able to experience today again. Every single day is a gift and a chance for a new experience. So use your time wisely. 
or should I say, mindfully. Uh-oh, y'all. You know what time it is. It is time for our fun closing segment. And today's fun closing segment is Solo Dolo. Ooh, y'all, we haven't done this in a long time. So this is a segment where I just give you guys an update on my dating life. And to be honest with y'all, it ain't really, it ain't really got nothing going on. So this is going to be a, a quick little fun closing segment. But um, so what's going on? Let's think. Um, oh, I already know what I'm gonna tell y'all. Jesus. Y'all, why did I get catfished? <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Okay, so I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, Tyra, stop saying you got catfished. I'm gonna keep saying I got catfished because I think I got catfished and I want y'all to let me know if y'all think I got catfished too. So y'all could send me an email to respond or y'all could send us a DM on affirmations for black girls on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts on this because I want to hear from y'all on this one. So anyways, this will happen, y'all. Why was I on Hinge? And I matched with this guy and he had pictures, <laughs> obviously. He had um some full body pictures. He had some selfies, a whole bunch of different photos, right? And I was like, oh, okay, he seems cool. So I um I matched with him and we started talking and he invited me on a date. I said, okay, cool. We can go on a date. This is fine. Now I messed up because normally before I go on a date, I will FaceTime the person to make sure that they are who they say they are. Amen. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go on a date. We don't have to FaceTime. Mm, bad, bad mistake. So y'all get on the date and he don't look like his pictures. (laughs) He does not look like his pictures. So I show up at the date. I'm dressed really nice. Uh, Well, not really nice. I got on jeans. We did like a early dinner. So I'm dressed nice. Well, I have on like a, a very cute shirt and some, some of my cuter jeans and some makeup. So I get there and I didn't even recognize that this was the guy because he did not look like his photos. Now you may be like, Tyra, what you mean he looked like his photos, y'all? So in his photos, for one, he had a like a low fade or no, he didn't have a fade. He had like braids. He had braids that were brown or like, you know, regular hair color. When I showed up there, he had blonde hair blonde tips not the whole head Jesus the whole head was not blonde but he had blonde hair and then and I'm gonna preface this by saying I do like all bodies right I do not have anything against bigger guys that's not what I'm saying in this because I do like me a thick zeddy every now and then I really do but this guy in his profile, he, if I, if I had to pick like a size, um, he, he looked like athletic build. Um, I don't even know how to tell y'all. He looked small, not small, not skinny, but like, you know, an average size guy and that maybe played sports or, you know, something like that. 
I get to the date and he looks nothing like that. He is way bigger than the photos and not even in a sense where it's like, oh, okay, we know people don't really look like their photos all the time. It was significantly bigger than his photos and I didn't recognize him. And he was like, Tyra, hi. And I was like, hi. So long story short, I stayed on a date, but he acted like he looked like his pictures the whole time. And I don't think that's fair. How are you going to not put pictures about like, how are you going to have a profile and put old pictures up there? Pictures like you don't look no more because the way you look right now, it's been a minute since you updated those photos. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why? Why are you doing the disservice of having these old photos? Because I feel like you're lying to me. I'm like, if you're gonna hide your actual self until the date, then what else would you hide for no reason at all? Because you should be, you know, showing who you are, whatever the case may be. Long story short, y'all, I ain't really liked it. So I didn't go on another date with him. But yes, I say that I got catfished because I did not recognize him whenever I actually saw him in person. He didn't look like his photos. So that's my solo dolo, y'all. And I've also been thinking a lot. Um, I saw this tweet on Twitter and I want to read it or, or read a little bit to y'all. And it's about honest dating. So I'm going to link it down below as well. But it's 21 questions to ask yourself before entering a new relationship and I started to read this and I was like oh wow these are some great questions so I'm just going to give y'all five questions to ask yourself before you enter a new relationship so the first one is am I emotionally available for a relationship that's a good one number two Am I aware of my triggers and how they show up in my relationships? I think that's a better one for um, learning more about your emotional availability. Number three, do I really like this person? Come on now. Number four, am I familiar or comfortable with this person? Because there is a difference. And number five, Ooh, this is good. Number five, do I have to perform or alter myself to be loved by them? Now, these it is 21 questions, so there's a lot more and I'm gonna link it down below for you. But I just wanted to read a couple because I think that, especially in the season that I'm in, I'm almost 30, still solo dolo. Um, I really wanna be very intentional about who I am letting into my life and all of the things. So these are some questions that I'm asking myself. I'm writing them down in my journal and I'm going to journal about them just so I can have all of the information about me that I need so I can walk into my dating life equipped and knowing fully who Tyra is so I'm not easily impressed or not so I'm not e being easily impressionable by these uh by these men out here. But anyways, y'all, that's all I got for y'all today. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure you join us again next week. And do not forget to subscribe, 
rate and review the podcast thank you guys so much for your reviews i absolutely love them and follow us on instagram at affirmations of black girls on twitter at afbg underscore podcast and on youtube at affirmations for black girls which is all linked down below and again i thank you so much for listening i am praying for your continued growth in being more present and being more mindful and i will see y'all again next week this is affirmations for black girls say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill